0: It's time now for the complete story of public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot with today's complete story.
1: Yeah, l- listen, hey Rich, we are gonna have a good time. I keep talking about our audience being the Bot Radio Network family, but today we really are. And the entire program is gonna be directed in that tone, in that, in that, with that idea in mind. Now, first of all, I want to mention that the listener comments. They came in, and some said, "Well, listen, I like at night the um, Unshackled. I like that program." But so many others said, "Listen, Jenna Mefford's program is one hour. Please don't take thirty minutes out of that program. We want to hear the whole hour." And, folks, it's hard to put everything on the air that we want to carry, but you folks, because of using the listener comment
0: line, you really made your point. What would you say, Rich? Uh, I think you made the point, so we we made some adjustments. We made some adjustments, and Janet Mefford is back on with her full
1: one-hour program, and then uh, unshackled. I want to get that as close... Is possible because I love that program, too, and many of our listeners do. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the Unshackled broadcast is current and relevant to what people suffer today. It isn't just alcoholism anymore, folks.
0: It's true life stories. True life stories that make you face yourself and think. Yeah, I like that. Face yourself and think. Well, anyway,
1: thank you, listeners. Thank you, family members who called in and said, we want the full hour of Janet Mefford's program. Uh, that is carried between 10 and 11 at night, isn't it?
0: That's right.
1: And then I think it's in the afternoon on some stations. On some stations, that's huh? Yeah. All right, well listen, now let's start off with this song. Here it is.
2: As I look around, I see a world that's filled with misery and sin. People running everywhere Not knowing where they're going Or where they've been And we all have forgotten The reason that God has put us here I believe the day when Jesus Comes back to this earth is very near Even the flowers have to die And the leaves have to fall In the middle of the night You can hear a little child's fearful call When people who call themselves
3: Christians
2: Can't even get along Makes me pray for that one day When Jesus comes to claim his very own One day there'll be righteousness, one day there'll be peace and rest, when Jesus comes to make all things new. The world will be in one accord, everyone will serve the Lord, the lion and the lamb will play one day. I'm so glad that all of God's children, who are nothing in this life, We'll one day rule the nations and reign with the Lord Jesus Christ. So just remember, when you are discouraged, there's coming a brighter day. Even so, come Lord Jesus, I hope, my dear friend, you can pray. One day there'll be righteousness, one day there'll be peace and rest, when Jesus comes to make all things new. The world will be in one accord, everyone will serve the Lord, the lion and the lamb will play one day.
1: right, folks. You see, we have hope. We know who's in charge. And we know where we're going. That's kind of nice, isn't it, Rich?
0: That's right. And right now, we are living in very strategic days.
1: Yeah, and uh, very perilous days. Strategic and perilous. Now, there is a gentleman by the name of Jonathan Kahn. Jan Markell has him on her program a lot on Saturday mornings. And he's written many, many wonderful books. One is the
0: Harbinger, I think, isn't that what it's called? Right, right. And he's a Messianic Jew. He's a Messianic Jew. And he brought a statement to the church, to us, to America, about where we are and what the implications are. Well, let me flesh this out just a bit, because if you remember, just before the election, he hosted this massive prayer rally in Washington, D.C., called the return, called on the church to return to their first love, called on the wider culture to turn their eyes to Jesus. And now there's another prophetic message that he has for us. Yes,
1: and I'll tell you what, let me just elaborate a second. To return, to return to truth, return to the Bible, because we got churches that will not even recognize that the unborn child is a child and they will not recognize that when a person is born, they are either a boy or a girl. That's God's decision. That's, that's a foregone conclusion for heaven's sake. Do you wanna have science or logic or common sense to let you know that? And it's a terrible thing when we are at the spot where children in our schools are starting out in grade school, getting confused on that simple question Here's Jonathan Kahn. turn your radio up, and let's listen.
4: This is Jonathan Kahn. 232 years ago, in the first ever presidential inauguration, the nation's first president addressed a jubilant multitude and a nation that was united in shared values and a common hope in America's future. In that first ever presidential address, George Washington gave the newborn nation a prophetic warning. He said this, the propitious smiles of heaven cannot be expected on a nation that disregards the eternal rules of order and right that heaven itself has ordained. In other words, if America followed the ways of God, his eternal rules of order and right, the blessings of God would remain upon it. But if America should ever depart from the ways of God, then his blessings would be removed From the land. And now January 20th, 2021. Another presidential inauguration takes place and the nation's capital city, named after that first president, has become a military zone. For the first time in American history, a presidential inauguration is devoid of people. Instead of a jubilant crowd, 25,000 American troops stand guard over the National Mall, in which flags stand in for the missing people and barbed wire surrounds the halls of American government. There is no war. There is no overt threat from beyond its borders. Rather the threat comes from within. Division infects the land as does a plague that has kept its citizens masked and locked in their houses as the nation's functioning has been in large part paralyzed. For months, America's cities have seen protests and riots and doors and windows shuttered and buildings set on fire. And the nation's most revered edifice of government, the capitol building, taken over by an angry mob with the nation's leaders fleeing for safety. And so the prophetic warning that was given on that day of that first inauguration, the smiles of heaven, are being removed from the land. And so the question must be asked, have we then disregarded the eternal rules of order and right that heaven has ordained? America, as did ancient Israel at the height of its prosperity, has turned away from God. We've driven him out of our public squares, out of the schools of our children, out of our culture, out of our lives. And as did ancient Israel, in place of his absence, We've let in other gods and served them. We've rejected his ways and embraced the ways of immorality. We've called evil good, and good evil. And as did ancient Israel, we've lifted up the most innocent among us, our babies, and shed their blood. Israel sacrificed thousands of its children. We've sacrificed millions, tens of millions, unborn children. Who are not here this day, this inaugural day, because we took their lives. And their silent screams ascend to heaven and their blood is on our hands. We passed down rulings from Washington DC that war against the eternal laws of heaven on human life, human nature, gender, marriage. We've indoctrinated our children against the ways of God. We have done as we were warned not to do and then we wonder why the blessings of heaven are being removed from our land. When judgment came to ancient Israel it manifested in the form of an enemy attack, a strike on the land, a wake-up call. It came to America on September 11, 2001. Then he came to the very place where George Washington stood and prayed on the day of America's first presidential inauguration. The biblical template of national judgment then ordains a period of years in which the nation is given the chance to return to God or else head to judgment. In the case of ancient Jerusalem, that period from that first enemy strike to the year when the greater shakings began was 19 years. From the strike on American soil in 2001 to the 19th year, brings us to the year 2020, the year when the great shakings began. The danger that this window of time is drawing to an end is now upon us. We stand in a most critical moment. Mr. President, President Biden, you have called for unity and peace. But how can a nation have unity and peace when it wars against the very foundation on which it stands? How can a nation have unity and peace when it has turned against the God who brought it into existence? And it has turned. The nation that once led its schoolchildren in prayer and taught them of his word now declares such prayers and teachings to be forbidden. And now instructs its children against the ways of God. How can that nation have unity and peace? How can we have unity and peace in America if we have no unity and peace with God? We are a house divided against itself. And a house divided against itself cannot stand. Mr. President, how can you place your left hand on the Bible, the Word of God, And then with your right hand, sign laws into existence that war against his word. How can you place one hand on the word that ordains human life as sacred and in the image of God from conception? And then with the other hand, sign laws into existence that will promulgate the killing of that human life of those children. How can you invoke the name of God in your oath and lay your hand upon his word and then implement laws that will suppress the going forth of his word, that will censor his word and those who advance it. You plan to enact laws that will disregard the distinction between male and female, man and woman. Did not the warning of our first president involve that very thing? If we disregard the eternal rules of order that heaven itself has ordained. You plan to enact laws that will specifically neutralize the protection of religious freedom. You plan to strike down the Hyde Amendment so that more children will be murdered and those Americans who recognize abortion as murder will be forced to support the act of murder with their taxes. And you plan to empower the act of killing unborn children not only within the borders of America, But throughout the world to the end that yet more rivers of blood will flow. How does one do such things and name oneself as a believer in God and a follower of Jesus? How does one sign the sign of the cross and then sign decrees that rage against what God has so clearly set forth in his word concerning life and death, holiness and sin, righteousness and immorality, good and evil? To you, Mr. President, and all who have joined you in this agenda, from the Vice President, to the leaders of the Senate and the House, and all who sit in halls of power and have embraced this agenda, heed this warning. This day will pass. The applause of men will fade. This administration will inevitably be over. This world will pass away, but you will stand before God and give account for It's written in his word that we will each stand before God and give account. And on that day all the power you once wielded will be gone and all of the world's approval and praises will have faded away and all the fame and glory you receive will amount to nothing. In the day when the book of history is closed and the book of life is opened, none of that will matter. It will be you and him and you will be required to give account of what you have done. Did you follow the will and Word of God or did you not? If you pursue these things then you did not and the blood of children will be on your hands and then will come eternal life or eternal judgment. The voice of God calls out to you and to all to turn and follow him with all your heart, who gave all his heart and life that you might be saved. As for America, the problem is not social or economic or cultural or political. The problem is ultimately spiritual. And so must be the answer. America has turned away from God and its only hope is that it returned to God. Choose true greatness and lead in that return or continue in this departure from God to destruction and judgment. As for those of you who love this nation and are burdened and fearful for its future, America's only hope is revival, return. Without it, the nation is lost. And revival only comes through repentance and return. It's time to pray as never before. That return and revival would come. But it's time not only to pray for revival, but to choose revival, to choose to live in revival now. And for that, we must each commit to return to God, to put away from our lives that which must be put away and take up that which must be taken up and walk in his ways and live in his spirit as we have never done before. For the eyes of the Lord search to and fro throughout the entire earth, looking for the one whose heart is completely his, to show himself mighty on their behalf. Let us be that people and revival will come. And if the darkness must come, whether by persecution or disorder or disintegration or apostasy, do not fear. For God is still on the throne and the darkness cannot overcome the light, but only magnify it. And if the darkness should grow darker, then it's time for the lights of God to shine even brighter. For it is no longer the time of the candle in the day. It is now time for the candle in the night. We are now the candle in the night that shines against the darkness and lights up the night, the world with its radiance. We pray that the civilization that was established and consecrated to be a city on a hill, America, would once again shine with the light that once illumined it. But whether or not it does, it is time that each of us shine with the light of his glory. It is time to live unhindered, uncompromised, unbound, bold, and all out on fire and mighty in the power of the living God. For thus says the Lord, Arise and shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Deep darkness shall cover the earth, but the glory of God shall rise upon you. In the name above every name that is named, the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, the way, the truth, and the life, the King above all kings, the Lord of all, the hope of the ages, and the answer to every life, the star of Jacob, the Prince of life, the glory of Israel, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the name that will remain above all names when all is passed away, Yeshua, Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever, amen.
1: Uh, Rich, um, we said that was Jonathan Kahn, and it was his message to the President, President Biden, his message to America, but it's really his message to the church. However, as I was listening to that, i was thinking it's his message to each individual you see as you were listening to that folks it wasn't to the crowd it wasn't to your church congregation it was to you it was a very personal message to you now here's a song i want you to listen to as well here it is Let the church be the church.
3: Let the people
2: amen, okay? You know this old ship's
4: been through some battles before. It's been through storms and tempests and rocks on the shore. Though the hull may be battered, don't worry about it, inside It's safe and dry, and my friend, it will carry its cargo to the board in the sky.
5: God has always had a people. Many a foolish conqueror has made the mistake of thinking that because he had driven the church of Jesus Christ out of sight, that he had stilled its voice and snuffed out its life god has always had a people the powerful current of a rushing river is not diminished because it is forced to flow underground no the purest water is the stream that bursts crystal clear into the sunlight after it is forced its way through solid rock there have been charlatans who like simon the magician sought to barter on the open market that power which cannot be bought or sold but god has always had a people men who could not be bought and women were beyond purchase Yes, God has always had a people. There have been times of affluence and prosperity when the church's message has been nearly diluted into oblivion by those who sought to make it socially attractive, neatly organized, and financially profitable. It's been gold-plated, draped in purple, and encrusted with jewels. It's been misrepresented, ridiculed, lauded, and scorned. These followers of Jesus Christ have been, according to the women of the times, elevated as sacred leaders and martyred as heretics. Yet through it all their marches on this powerful army, the meek, God's chosen people, we cannot be bought, flattered, murdered, or still. On the ages they march this church, God's church hey,
3: triumph. Alive. Alive
1: All right, family. All right, family. Does that make you feel we're ready for a revival? We sure need it. Rich, let's hear one listener comment. I am Peggy from Edmond, Oklahoma, and I just want to thank Bot Radio and the Bot family for your commitment to quality programming each day. It is so encouraging to hear truth from God's Word. And so many times, something I've heard on the radio ends up being something that I can share with somebody that I encounter one of the next days. So I'm just thankful to the Bob family for standing true to God's Word. Um, what's the, what's the number, Rich?
0: 1-800-345-2621. We'd it, love to hear from you. It's interesting One. to hear
1: that lady from Oklahoma because I heard the Oklahoma governor, uh, Kevin Stitt, S-T-I-T-T, and man, he's a Christian. And I mean, it was great. There are people. Uh, there are people. Senator James Langford. From Oklahoma. Wow. Um, And then uh, Senator Josh Hawley from Mm -hmm. Missouri. I mean, these fellows have a backbone.
0: And Governor Parson in Missouri.
1: Oh, listen, folks. uh, Stand up. Stand up. And straighten your back. Uh, Let's move forward, just like the
0: song said. What's the phone number again? 1-800-345-2621. Let's have one more
1: listener comment. This is Bill. I got saved when I was 30 years old. I'm now 75. This Bot Radio. I've been listening to Bot Radio probably for the last 30 years. I leave it on all day. I mean day and night. So don't ever stop it. (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: God bless you, Bill. All right. Thanks for listening.
1: This is Dick Bot with my son, Rich, with another chapter of The Complete Story as a public service for you folks. And we'll see you later.